I put my whole life into parenting. I really did. I'm one of those people when I do something, I'm all in. I want to know everything about it. I think you just have to kind of take inventory. What do I enjoy? What do I want to do? I mean, you have to set some goals for yourself, but just find some things that you really enjoy and just do them. Don't wait. Don't say when they graduate, then I'm going to do this. Do them right now today. Hi, my name is Stephanie Pletka, and I'm here to navigate the messy parts of motherhood. I'm a small town mom of four who took a parenting blog and wrote a book to help moms find the goodness in the hard places, to chase their dreams and write their story. So sit tight in the carpool lane. You know what I'm talking about, mamas. Comfortable in those yoga pants and get ready to be encouraged. This is the Motherhood Mindset with Stephanie Pletka. Oh, I'm so excited about today. We're going to talk about lots of goodness Heather, you and I talked about this a lot. Preparing to be an empty nester, it is a little scary. (laughs) So exciting. Sometimes we feel like it's like loss in the end, but it's actually a new beginning, right? Oh, it's definitely a new beginning. And although we we adore our, our, you know, we have two still at home. I know you still have two at home. That's right. And so while we adore our big kids who have left the nest, we, it's a little exciting. We still, you know, we're starting to look forward to, I think you have to give yourself a reason, something to look forward to, because I've noticed that women who become empty nesters and haven't really prepared for it, they have a tough time, Steph. They really do. They have a tough time. I was reading this article the other day. You know, it was interesting. This lady had said that this was not the end, that we're actually gaining, we're actually gaining from it. I'm going to look at this article in a second here. They were talking about, you know, we have 936 weeks from birth to when our kids either graduate or go to the military or they leave home. That sometimes we feel like it's a countdown, almost like it's a huge loss. But she was saying, and I will, I will find the article that I read it in, but she was saying that it was never actually meant to be a countdown, but more of like a storing up building upon, not actually losing, but gaining. I think that there can definitely be a gain. I think there can be a change in the relationship, you know, as they get older, which is really wonderful. I know a lot of the moms that I coach with teens, that's such a challenging time. I mean, they're great days, but then they're also challenging days. And for them, I try to explain, you know, if you don't have these yucky days when they're younger, you're going to have them at some point. You might as well get it over with. Go ahead and and get it behind you. That's that's my thought. How about you? Yeah, you have to go through the gauntlet of life. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, in middle school, the kids are like, they care about everything. If you drive by like a friend and you say, I want to roll down the window. Is that your friend? And they're like, oh my God, mom, no, (laughs) you know, just drop me off. Or you act like you're going to blow the horn. They go nuts, you know? And, um, and I'm at the point in my life where I just don't really care. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And sometimes those like, you know, kind of butt heads, I'm going through hormone changes. They're going through hormone changes. It can be crazy. So you're never going to outdo it it's going to get you somewhere, whether it's middle school, high school, young adults, it will get you. (laughs) Yes. It will catch up at some point. If they're sweet, when they go through middle school and high school, you're going to hit a bump of the road. So I just always say, be quiet. It's now let's get it over with. And before they get to college or out of college, even, I mean, you just hear a lot of situations, Stephanie, there's a lot going on out there, but 
I am looking forward to empty nesting one day. I, I really am. My husband and I have started playing pickleball. So I'm trying to be proactive and have some fun with him, which I mean, we've always had fun, but you know, now there's a little more time. You see that in your home, you have a little more time. Absolutely. You know, when the kids were little and you wanted to go out of town, it was like, you've got to write your will. You got to get <laughs> yeah. your insurance policy updated. <laughs> and it just felt like so much. You're just like, I'm not even going to go out of town. It's not worth it. But now as the kids are getting older, you are so right, Heather. It just feels like there's a little more free time. My husband's like, hey, do you want to go in the Jeep and like explore some trails and go down the canyons? And I'm like, yeah. And the kids, they wake up on the weekends at one and they're like, where'd y'all go? <laughs> we're like, Woo, we were on a date. <laughs> at eight o'clock this morning. <laughs> Well, it does change too. And that's what I had a conversation with a friend on the phone this morning. And I said, you know, we like to go to eat early. If we go out to dinner, we really prefer like six o'clock, which sounds so old, but you that's just, like you know, special, girl. <laughs> it's the blue plate <laughs> special, but I want to feel good in the mornings like you to get up and, and go do fun things, go play pickleball or go explore, go on a hike, whatever it is that you want to do. But I'll tell you, Stephanie, what gets me now. Okay. And I read this the other day and this really, I can't remember where I saw this, but there is a last for everything. And you touched on this in one of our chats about the night before college drop-off. You talked about this. But the last time, the last time, and this is what they said, the last time you pick your child up and carry them around. And I thought, oh my goodness, I cannot remember the last time I picked any of our four up and carried them around. Like at what point did I go, okay, you're too heavy, but it wasn't a conscious decision. But this lady said that she wanted to pick her like 16 year old up and carry him around just so that the other time wouldn't be the last time. And then she would remember it. So I think that's what really gets me are the last times that I don't realize are the last time at the yeah. time. <laughs> a lot totally of times. And I wrote that in my book, you know, I was talking about how you know, I didn't realize it was the last time I picked up my son, you know, when he was like, I don't know, 10 years old. And then the next thing I know, he's, I didn't realize it was the last time. And then I thought, well, I mean, if I pick him up now, he's going to be like, you're, <laughs> we'll both remember, but he's going to be like, you are crazy. I may have to do it when my boys get home from school anyway. I may just have to. <laughs> You know, Maybe a sneak attack. Yeah. Maybe I read it in your book. I don't know. Oh but I gosh. probably did. But I have considered that lately, all the last times. But yeah, there's so many great things to look forward to. I'm excited. I love yes. playing pickleball. I've been playing tennis for years. I've never played pickleball. And now I think I need to try it. You will love it. And I will tell you, I, you know, I, I put out some real a couple of weeks ago, maybe last week that said, don't be afraid to be bad at something new. And Stephanie, I am bad at pickleball. <laughs> and look, Flo, let me think of their names, Flo and Drag in their 70s, both in their 70s, took us down on the courts last week, took us down. And so be prepared because these late 60s, 70 year olds, they are killing people on the pickleball court. Oh my God. They are slam dunking it. They're like, oh, these little young folks, they don't have a clue what's fixing to happen to them. 
Yeah, these little 50 year olds, what are they thinking? But yeah, I mean, in that, I was really excited to see these couples out there at that age because they were having so much fun together. In the book, I talk about it. Before them, there was him. And oftentimes we are so like into taking care of the kids and hustle, hustle and throwing them in, you know, carpool and skidding in. I mean, does anybody else get into carpool a lot, you know, with like the gas is on E and you're like, oh, please, God, don't let me. So many days. So many days. Yeah, before them, there was him. And sometimes we have to really pull back and go, okay, I've been so focused on these kids for so long. As they started getting older, you know, especially like ninth grade on up, start taking trips, start taking a day trip. Then it moves into a weekend thing. I think it's so important just to kind of even get to know yourself again, get to know him again. It's all about the kids. But at some point we're like, wait a minute, you know, I have a life too. And we had a life together before then. What would you suggest like um, to do to get prepared for that? Well, the first thing that I, that I suggest, because this really hit me like a brick wall, Stephanie, someone asked me, I believe it was in an interview, what is your favorite color? And I thought, well, I know all of my children's favorite colors. I know my husband's favorite color, but Stephanie, I could not even think of what my favorite color was. I couldn't, it's like, I couldn't remember. And I'd almost just adopted my husband's favorite color. I know that sounds crazy. So I think it's good to sit and take inventory of what do I enjoy? What do I love? Because like you said, we have spent years. I mean, I have been parenting now for 25 years and I just, I really put a lot, I put my whole life into parenting. I really did. I'm one of those people when I do something, I'm all in. I want to know everything about it. I went all in. Yeah. I think you just have to kind of take inventory. What do I enjoy? What do I want to do? I mean, you have to set some goals for yourself, but just find some things that you really enjoy and just do them. Don't wait. Don't say when they graduate, then I'm going to do this. Do them right now today. It's so true. You go all in with everything that you do. And I know you're like that as a friend too. You're very intuitive and you want to help and like just you're all in. And I love that as a having a friendship with you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. um, I totally agree with you. And we've got to really pull back and just think, what do I like? I mean, sometimes I would be the, you know, have that toast, you know, you you make like grilled cheese for everybody and there's that one burned one. Burned one. Go, you know, like, it's like, well, let me just go ahead and grab that one, you know? And I'm like, I made this stuff, you know, I want the best one sometimes and not always being the one that's sacrificing all the time, because at some point you've just got to like stand up for yourself too, because yes. I mean, the kids, my goodness, they, if they, if you don't, if you, I can't remember the last time I had a 20 in my billfold, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what they look like anymore. They just sucking the cash out of you. <laughs> they just won't need. And, and I thought, you know, what do I want? Like you said, yeah. pickleball or what is your favorite color? Have we even thought about like, what's our favorite food? What do we want to do? Right. Right. And I, I mean, I just, I really put myself on the back burner, which I don't suggest that. I mean, I think you should put your children first and your family first, but you don't need to be way on the very back burner of the stove. And I did that. Did you do that? Absolutely. I had crazy hair. And I mean, I've had teachers ask me like, are you okay? You know, at carpool. (laughs) 
I've been frazzled. I've you know shown up in tears places or didn't show up at all. I've been to PTA like the day before, you know, you just miss all the things, get all dressed up. And it was yesterday, you know, <laughs> hey, hey, I can so relate to that more than you can imagine. I can relate to that. But yeah, I think it's just, it's time. If you're, if you are approaching the empty nest age, it's time to make some plans. And we had some friends that came by yesterday from out of town and they were talking about where they want to retire. And so I have a fifth grader and I really have not considered where do I want to live when I retire? Have you thought about that? Oh yeah. You know, I'm a seven on the Enneagram. I'm like, whoa, I could live in Canada. I could live at the beach. I'm ready to go buy a house in Italy for a buck, you know, and renovate it. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. Over the place. Good luck. Well, well, I am too, but I mean, I haven't really pinpointed. They have pinpointed where they want to be. I mean, they have a definite plan. I don't like um, my plans. I I never want like it to be like, okay, this is the last house we'll ever buy. Like, I don't, I just can't deal with that. If it is the last house, great. But I don't want to know that it's the last. I don't like that. (laughs) You haven't moved enough times. If you feel that way, then you have not moved a lot. We traveled for three years, you know, with my husband and homeschooling and classical conversations. And we hit like nine countries and 45 states like that. But as far as moving, you know, all my kids grew up in Georgia and then we moved to Arizona to take care of grandpa. And that's where we are now. So really just one big move with the family. Yeah. Yeah. To put a, throw a couple more in and then (laughs) call me. Once you packed everything up a few times and watched it load up on the truck and then you've unpacked it and then you can't find half the things that you packed, then yeah, you may change your tune, Stephanie. I probably would. I am so sure. It's easy to say like, oh, what I, what I would do when you don't have the experience behind you, you know, it's like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I totally get it. Well, what are some activities or things that we can start now, even like starting small, like if they're in ninth and 10th grade to, to just kind of ease the kids into like mom and dad, we're going places, we're doing things and you'll just have to catch up with us. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I really think Stephanie, that you need to go ahead and have a friend group. If you don't have a strong community around you of women, you need to find that today. That's another thing you need to start today because you don't realize how much you need these women until you have them in your life. And I would think that becoming an empty nester and not having a community of women would be especially lonely. I was reading in the um, Grown and Flown. I bought that book. It is so amazing. It's the thickest book I've ever owned. I, I don't know if I'll ever get through it all, but it's got every kind of scenario for young adults and preparing for the empty nest. It's got every kind of when kids are showing out and that their identity is not their behavior, all the crazy. And so I was reading this by Laura Hudgens and she was given the five ways to prepare now for empty, empty nest. They had so many great ideas. I mean, from like gardening and I'll just tell you now I am terrible. I do not have a green thumb. I can go to Home Depot and I can pick out a flower and I can hear the flower just screamed, don't pick me. <laughs> you're going to kill me. I know you're you are. Kill me. And so <laughs> I am the queen of going to Hobby Lobby and picking the most beautiful silk flowers. And I like, it's my superpower to cut the price tags off those things and then stab them in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 
and my friends come over and they're like, oh my gosh, your flowers at your front door are beautiful. And I'm like, thank you. And then I'll see a price tag on the <laughs> <laughs> a fluorescent orange that you forgot to clip. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, you know, we've got to do some hacks sometimes, right? Some life hacks. We have to. So tell me what, what are you doing to prepare? I mean, you're, you're going to be an empty nester before I am. So tell me what you're actively working on. I send the kids to camp. So we just had one go to camp recently in California for four days. And it's just kind of a weaning of sorts because we both are at the same time preparing for what's ahead. They're flying the nest. They need to be able to make choices and face consequences, good or bad, in a smaller area where risk is not huge. And so they're going to camps and running camps and I want to go to camp. Do you ever want to? <laughs> I do too. Oh, every year when I drop mine off, I think I want to just stay. I want my own cabin though. I don't want to share a cabin with <laughs> 20 other people. I want my own cabin. And then I want to have lake time by myself. Do you feel that way? <laughs> Absolutely. And then I want a zip line and I want yes. moments and maybe we should start something. We need to have a retreat because, oh, women, we are so better together. We are. I, I do. I want to sit around my campfire and just visit. That's what I want to do, Stephanie. Absolutely. So we do a lot of, we'll do a lot of weekend trips without the kids. And they love it because they know how to cook. And so they're mostly pizzas at this point. And, uh, but it's so cute because they're like, oh, when you guys were gone this weekend, we did this and it was so fun. And that just kind of gives them the house to themselves too and being creative and they get to kind of hang out as siblings together and which they don't always have when it's like mom and dad at the house. So it's really a win-win. Yeah. So who stays with your children when you're away? Well, I mean, my kids, I have like a 21 year old and a 19. Yeah. So you don't need any. Yeah. Uh So we, Mm -hmm. they all are, you know, they all take care of each other. The last one raised, raising herself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's what I have going on. And that, and I did do that, but now I'm down to 13. And 11 at home. So I really have to make some plans now. It can be expensive. I mean, sometimes it's just going for a bike ride down the trails. Yeah. To breathe life into yourself, to give yourself breathing room, to, you know, think about what you love and what inspires you and what sparks joy in you. And that's really what it's all about is giving yourself margin to just be a better human and like find yourself again. Yeah. And, you know, even just, I know we went to the movies the week before last, we went to see where the crawdads sing and just the two of us. And I really enjoyed that. It can be just little things sitting out on the porch. We're so lame, Stephanie. We sit out on the front porch (laughs) and we wait on the owls to hear the owls. That's what we do sometimes for entertainment. Don't we sound exciting? (laughs) You cannot go wrong sitting on a porch. When I moved to Arizona, everybody calls it a patio. And I was just like, I cannot do that. I cannot do that. So I ordered a swing from like some Amish farm in Ohio. It's the most beautiful, best, strongest swing I've ever had. <laughs> and I sit on my porch, on my porch swing, and I can solve all the world's problems. It's amazing. It is, just getting outside, though, no joke. You can solve a lot of problems just getting out in the fresh air. It just, it's even a long walk after dinner, just to Mm -hmm. take time. I know my kids love to wrestle dad. They love as soon as he walks through the door, 
They are wrestling. They go straight from the door to my bed. I don't know how many times I have had to reinforce metal pieces on my bed because they've broken it. (laughs) I mean, you have some tall children too, Stephanie. Yeah, they're like six, six, five. So yeah, they're very tall. I mean, I just feel like you're just going to bond. If you haven't bonded in a while because you're so focused on the children, it's a great time to rebond with your spouse. It just, it needs to happen before they leave because you do hear of a lot of divorces after the children leave the nest. Have you heard of quite a few? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty high. It's like, okay, we, the swirl and twirl and the crazy of just like the chaos of raising kids. And then all of a sudden it's just like, and you don't have anything in common anymore. I -hmm. don't play golf, but my husband does. I can drive the golf cart. (laughs) Yes. You can bring the Kool-Aid, whatever you, (laughs) whatever you like to drink. I mean, there's so many different things that you can do together. I think we just have to reestablish some things that we enjoy. Absolutely. And I mean, I look back now and I'm like, I love my kids are like, so, so you're going to Six Flags without us. <laughs> <laughs> I love me a good roller coaster and I'll go with my girlfriends, you know, and sometimes it's not, it's not about them. It's about me. Yeah. I feel good about myself. And I am a complete human, you know, that has got breathing room and enjoying her life. I am so much better for everyone else around me. So we're all going to win. Absolutely. Okay. What about this? I'm jumping ship on you. So cooking, you and I have both been cooking for quite a few years. Are you kind of at the point now, are you not wanting to cook as much as you did before? Because I feel like I'm winding down before I need to. One person is gone from my house. I'm like, oh, I don't have to cook. And they're like, what about the rest of <laughs> That's me that I've noticed that because, you know, you hear of empty nesters who will say I've retired from the kitchen. I'm cooking very little. Well, I'm trying to retire too early. I've decided. So are you still cooking Southern foods being in Arizona? Oh yeah. That's not going to change. That's, that's who I am, you know, but the the kids, it's sad because, you know, we'll go to Cracker Barrel sometimes. Cause I just like, I need some fried something like fried okra, yeah, or, fried okra. you know, turkey and dressing or something like that, or turnip greens. And they don't eat any of that anymore. So I feel like a little bit, I failed them because they don't really eat grits either. I'm just like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> what is the world coming to? If your children do not eat grits, Stephanie, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> I'm very disappointed. I, I, I agree with you that now it's like, okay, well, we've got cheese sticks and the, you know, in the refrigerator. <laughs> My husband's like, are you going to go to the grocery store? And it's like, why? <laughs> Don't we have a few chicken quesadillas from Trader Joe's left in the freezer? <laughs> They've definitely learned to be more independent. I'll cook twice a week. And I know that sounds crazy, but when they're doing cross country and they're hanging out with their friends, they're hardly ever home. And so when they are, it's like Sunday, you know, is a big meal and somewhere on Wednesday, we'll do a big meal. But other than that, it's just kind of like fend for yourself. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Maybe I need to adopt the fend for yourself. (laughs) You know, (laughs) five nights a week. They can do Caesar salads and they do fajitas and they'll, you know, they can do all spaghetti. I mean, that sort of thing. And they're so random and like coming home late and it's hard to get everybody together. So sometimes I'll just make, as soon as they come home from school, I'll do like a three o'clock, like it's the big meal. And then if they want to snack later, they can. I saw an interview one day. I want to say it was on 
maybe it was Kelly Ripa, but she was talking about, I love Kelly. And she was talking about maybe her husband said that when the kids left the nest, it was going to be naked all the time, naked (laughs) all the time. (laughs) Oh my goodness. No way. Because I I mean, I don't even know when the pool guy comes. There's no like set date. (laughs) We do have these aspirations, you know, you're going to come home and it's like, woohoo, get the whipped cream out. Let's go <laughs> get the Christmas. Our life, children honey. Don't say this. <laughs> get your good robe on. You got to get your good robe on. So funny. I wonder if men, I wonder what they think. I've never asked my husband. I've never said, what do you, what do you hope for? during our empty nest? You know, when we become empty nesters or what are your aspirations or what do you want to do together? I mean, I've never asked him that. I need to do that. I think we've been so focused on what are what am I going to do? Yeah, I guess we should ask them and see what they have to say. So. And then we will have a whole conversation on that next week. Yeah, I think so. I probably need to let him in on the plan. So far, all I have is pickleball. <laughs> you know, we want to travel more and he, we love to, you know, take trail rides and things like that because we live in the West. And so it, there's always discovery there of cave or trail or, you know, canyon. So that's always exciting. We mostly on the weekends, we just take off cross country meet or something like that. We just take off and then the kids will just wake up and be like, Hey, drive fun. And you know, (laughs) all they want to do is sleep on the weekends. Anyway, that's what I was trying to get our 13 year old to plan a trip. And he said, I just want to stay home and watch basketball. And I said, don't you want to go and visit all these wonderful places? He goes, I'll do that when I'm older right now. I just want to watch basketball. That's that's, yeah, they want to relax is to sleep and grow and, you know, yeah. rest from the week. And I get it. So it, it actually works out perfectly to go and really do all these fun things and then come back and then, you know, have dinner or an after dinner walk or something. But we're all in this place where we're kind of converging together in this new transition. Yes. It's, I think it's so exciting. So where is the first place? This is, and if you don't know, I want you to tell me next time, cause I'm going to ask my husband this when he gets home graduation, the last child graduates, he, he leaves, you drop him off at college or she, then what's the first place you're going to go? We're moving to Italy. <laughs> <laughs> I've always told my kids that we're moving to Italy. I actually had one of the kids one night and I said, buddy, this is years ago. Why are you crying? Is that you're moving to Italy? And I was like, well, not yet. But uh, they, they yeah. know. And it's so important for the kids to see that mom and dad, you know, mom and dad are dreaming. They have aspirations and it's not all about us. I mean, that takes a load off them too, to be like, mom and dad are flying and they're having a good time too. Oh, I do not want my children to worry about me for one second. Not right, one right. second. We're going to have some fun. We're totally going to have fun. I enjoyed it. Thank you. All right. Until next week, here's to living your best life. Absolutely. Hey guys, if this show has blessed you, the number one way you can help me is to click the five stars and tell me what you think over on Apple podcast. You can go to my website at stephaniepletka.com and subscribe or grab a copy of my book, living your best life, or even download the audible for moms on the go until then. Here's to living your best life.